Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, it turns out that one of Ireland's most famous newsreaders, Anne Doyle, believes in ghosts. She's written a new book, uh, Tales of the Other World, a frightening collection of Irish uh, ghost stories. She'll actually be with uh, Pat Kenny on uh, Monday's programme. And she says she's had an interest in the paranormal world from a young age and her biggest fear is vampires. Now, I was um, driving in here today and listening to uh, Breakfast here on News Talk, and they played a uh, WhatsApp voice note uh, from one of Anne's neighbours about Anne's haunted house. Have a listen to this. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, I used to live um, near Anne Doyle, and uh, when you'd be in her house, you'd be passing the bathroom, and you'd see this old lady, and she just kind of breathed by you. And I said to Anne one day, I said, I said, well, I said, I see you have a neighbour or a friend with you. And she, oh no, she said, that's just a ghost. She said that of a lady who used to live here. And um, I needn't tell you, I never went back into that house again. (laughs) Right, so that's one of uh, Anne Doyle's former uh, neighbours about the ghost that Anne had in her house. Uh, Anne's book is called Tales of the Other World, a frightening collection of Irish ghost stories. And she will be with Pat Kenny on uh, Monday's programme. But I'm joined on the line uh, by the deputy editor at SpookyIsle.com and a paranormal investigator, Anne Massey McElroy, uh, to tell us a little bit more. Um, Anne, how busy is paranormal activity in Ireland? It's actually huge. Um, We've seen, particularly since COVID, a massive increase uh, in in people reporting activity. It's almost like the time people spent at home, they became more aware of their environment and what was happening. And I think people just feel more open talking about it, whereas before it used to be kind of a taboo. You're crazy if you mention your house is haunted. So... So all that has changed a lot. So we no longer think people who think their house is haunted are crazy. Is that what you're saying? It seems to be the gist of it. Yes, it's become a lot more mainstream, um, you know, and it's funny you'd be out and about as soon as I tell people what I do. um, They're very open about their own accounts and their tales. And I think people are just a bit more tuned into the environment and, and more open about their way of seeing things and realizing that the world is not just literally as we see in a black and white format. Now, a lot of people, you know, listening to this are very sceptical because they've had no personal experience of uh, the paranormal, if you like, uh, and that makes them very doubtful uh, as to whether or not this stuff is real. How do you convince people that there is a paranormal world that we need to understand? It's very difficult to uh, get a sceptic to kind of see. It's in any field. If someone doesn't agree with your way of thinking, um, to get them to change their mind, particularly when there's no kind of solid evidence, shall we say. Um, But you've got to remember that people said you couldn't split the atom. And they were adamant about that. Before that, they said the Earth was flat. You know, poor Galileo was, was destroyed by the Catholic Church over that. Um, so until time progresses and evidence comes through, I don't think you're ever going to be able to convince everybody. Okay, but so, so remember- where where is this evidence that there is that there are ghosts around? Where I mean, is the one here in the studio with me? How do I know? <laughs> well, it's it's about how open you are and how tuned in 
you are, um, you know, some people, the way the world has gone, it's a lot busier. People's attention spans are a lot shorter, you know, that nobody really has a quiet environment anymore. Um, so unless you're really kind of tuned in or you're actually looking like a paranormal investigator would be doing, uh, or you're particularly sensitive to whatever's gone on in your house or wherever you are, you're, you're, you're just not going to pick it up. It's going to pass you by. They could hit you over the head with a, uh, ethereal mallet, shall we say, but, uh, and you wouldn't notice a lot of people these days. It's just the way of the world. But, you know, the fact that this is something that's been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries, um, you know, that tells you there has to be something to it. Stay with me for one second, if you can, please. Uh, and I'm joined on uh, the other line by, by Kathleen. Um, Kathleen, you have seen a ghost, but nobody believes you. Nobody believes me and I don't think anybody will believe that ghosts are real unless they experience it. The sceptics will continue to be sceptics until it, until or if they see a ghost. But yeah, it was my, it was my first job. I worked in an old country manor in Mayo. It was built in the 1800s and I worked in housekeeping. So in this type of manor, I had to do the turn down service and leave chocolates on the pillow. So I was going around about my business, leaving the chocolates and then I was coming back downstairs, down the back stairs, and I saw a figure in front of me. It was a very blurry figure. For about three seconds, this figure was in front of me. And it was a lady that was clearly from a different time. She wasn't from that present time. And she was wearing a blue bonnet and a blue dress. And she quite quickly disappeared. So, I mean, I didn't know if I was crazy or if I was seeing things. So, But you, but you got a good look at her. I got a good look at her. I did. I, I could clearly see her outfit, but I couldn't see her face. There was no there was no facial expression. There was no facial features. It was all blurry. But when I went downstairs, to, I spoke to my colleagues and I told them what I had seen. And they were like, oh, yes, that's that's the lady that haunts the back stairs. And I, I mean, I'd worked there for about a year and I had never heard of her. But apparently guests had complained in the past that this lady had appeared at the foot of their bed. And they wanted to move room. I mean, quite naturally. <laughs> Who wants to see a ghost at the end of their bed? Absolutely not. But, but was, yeah. she, was she harmful? Like, she didn't, you know, go to she attack never, you? or No, no. There was never any accounts of her having harmed anybody. So, yeah, it, it turned out that she had been murdered in room 21, which was just at the foot of the back stairs. So she had been mur- murdered there in the late 1800s. And actually, funnily enough, there was a partition. It was it was an exterior wall that this bedroom was against, but the room had been partitioned. So she had been shot in that room. And the rumor has it from my colleagues that they had to put a partition up because the bl- her blood kept seeping through the walls. No matter how many times they painted over the walls, her blood Ooh. kept seeping through. So... Yeah, she was a friendly ghost. She she met an unfortunate end, but I've and, never heard uh, of any. all of your colleagues at the time knew exactly what you were talking about. They knew exactly. What and they I was were able to describe her back to you. Yeah, and, uh, they had heard it from other guests. So, so, what have you taken away from that? Um, do you genuinely, hand on heart, believe that you saw a ghost that day? One hundred percent. I mean, it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. It was I, the the blurry figure was insane as i said i thought i was going crazy but i've i've ne- i haven't seen it go since i'm not sure that i ever will but i can definitely say that i believe anybody who says that they have had a paranormal experience wow now it wasn't it wasn't a crazy paranormal experience it wasn't harmful it wasn't 
I, I when I was growing up, I would have thought that ghosts were, you know, bad figures or scary figures, but she seemed like quite a nice lady to me. <laughs> and uh, when you've told family and friends this story, what do they say? Oh, I just get laughed at. And I, I mean, that's fine. That's grand. Everybody just laughs at me and they say, oh, yeah, of course. Of course that happened to you or you know, tell somebody who believes you. I had a friend say to me, <laughs> I had a friend say to well, me, you didn't see the Virgin Mary. And I was like, well, I never said that I saw the no, Virgin Mary. No, I just saw a woman but in a bonnet. I just saw a woman in a bonnet. But I, I, it's that thing. I think that you're, if you're a sceptic, you're going to continue to be a sceptic mm. until or if you have the experience. Well, one lady who will believe your story is Anne that I've been talking to. And this is part of the problem with uh, paranormal investigations is getting people... Like Kathleen, family and friends still think she's cracked. Yeah, that that is, you see, and I think TV and films and stuff has a lot to answer for that. And Of course, you have the other extreme where people will see they're seeing the ghost in an empty paper bag. But uh, in this case, I I have no doubt uh, of what's happened there. And it sounds like one of the, what we call a residual, where it's like an imprint on the property. Someone's just mm. left a, a, a shadow of themselves. And an indelible mark for, for the rest of history, basically. Um, and just finally, because unfortunately I'm out of time yeah. for this segment, um, if anybody wants to find out more, where, where, where can they find you? If they can find us on Facebook or on our website. We're Irish Paranormal Investigators and Irish irishparanormalinvestigators.com All right, brilliant. Thanks very much indeed. And Kathleen, uh, thank you very much indeed. Would you ever consider going back to that manor to meet your ghostly friend again? Oh, she's gone. Oh, she's gone. Okay. I wonder, would she? I must must find out where that place is in County Mayo. Anyway, thanks very much indeed. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.